This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, DHS prepares to open up the bidding for a major technology contract. The Senate confirmation process for President Biden's cabinet picks is in full swing. We get a little insight into how coronavirus outbreaks were able to occur on two naval vessels last year. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Small businesses, get ready. The Homeland Security Department is close to issuing its mega technology, hardware, and services solicitation. DHS says it will release the final version of its draft request for proposals for its first Source 3 vehicle toward the end of February. After receiving comments, DHS says it will release the final RFP later this year. First Source 3 has a ceiling of $10 billion over 10 years. DHS is also looking to validate the security of contact tracing apps. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more on that. DHS's Science and Technology Directorate is awarding nearly $200,000 in Phase 1 funding to the startup company AppCensus to vet smartphone apps used to prevent the spread of COVID-19. DHS S&T is asking the vendor to determine whether these apps can get the job done while also protecting privacy and civil liberties. This is the first of six startup awards DHS S&T is making through its Silicon Valley Innovation Program to fight COVID-19. Jory Heckman. Federal News Network. Things are looking bleak for agencies getting extra IT modernization funding. Federal News Network's Jason Miller tells us why. The Biden administration's $9 billion request for the Technology Modernization Fund as part of the next pandemic relief bill seems to be on the ropes. House and Senate sources confirm that the current thinking for the American Rescue Plan doesn't include additional funding for IT modernization. But House and Senate sources also say that just because it's not in the budget resolutions now, it may be added later. At the same time, the sources say lawmakers are looking at ways to move IT modernization forward in another vehicle, like an infrastructure package. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The General Services Administration is upgrading federal buildings in its portfolio through seven contract awards. GSA is spending nearly $10 million to improve the IRS's campus in Ogden, Utah, and $5 million on repairs for the FBI's headquarters in downtown D.C. The agency will also spend more than $44 million on a new land port of entry along the U.S. and Canada border. The agency signed six of the seven contracts with small businesses. Agencies use direct hire authorities to fill nearly one in three positions in the competitive service. The Merit Systems Protection Board says direct hire authorities are more popular today. The last time agencies used direct hire with such frequency was in the early 90s. Agencies use these authorities to fill IT, medical, and acquisition positions most often. But the MSPB says agencies and the Office of Personnel Management seem to have different views on how agencies should use these authorities and what role they play in the government's overall hiring strategy. Two USDA research bureaus are still struggling to rebuild after the Agriculture Department moved them to Kansas City. We get more from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. The Economic Research Service and National Institute of Food and Agriculture are missing nearly a third of their workforces. The agencies each have over 100 vacant positions. This is after USDA asked about 550 employees to move from Washington to Kansas City, Missouri back in fall 2019. The department has been hiring new people to fill some positions over the last year and a half, but employees say their agencies are missing institutional knowledge. 
Nicola Grisco, Federal News Network. The Senate votes by a wide margin to confirm President Biden's pick to lead the VA. Here's Federal News Network's Jared Serbu. Dennis McDonough won approval by a vote of 87 to 7. He won senators over despite being something of an outsider to the military and veterans community. McDonough previously served as White House Chief of Staff during the Obama administration. Although he never served in uniform, he told senators during his confirmation hearing that experience prepared him to tackle complicated problems in government. McDonough is the seventh Biden cabinet appointee to win Senate confirmation. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. Kathleen Hicks has become the first woman ever to earn Senate confirmation as Deputy Secretary of Defense. Senators approved her nomination by voice vote last night. Hicks takes the number two Pentagon position after having previously served as Undersecretary of Defense for Policy during the Obama administration. Before that, she served as a DOD civil servant for 13 years, starting as a presidential management intern. One of the most consequential nominations for the federal workforce begins the Senate vetting process today. Federal News Network's Tom Temin has more. Neera Tandon, President Biden's pick to run the Office of Management and Budget, appears before the Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee this morning. Few areas of concern to career feds, from procurement policies to budgets, fall outside OMB's purview. Tandon's last government post was as senior advisor to HHS Secretary Kathleen Sebelius during the Obama administration. Tandon ran a left-leaning think tank she dubbed a hub of resistance to President Trump. I'm Tom Temin. The Army's 18th Airborne Corps is taking a new approach to finding solutions to sexual assault. The Corps, which has 92,000 soldiers across 14 bases, is crowdsourcing ideas to address assault and harassment in the Army. Soldiers are encouraged to submit their ideas online. Submissions will be open until February 16th. A panel from the Corps will select at least two of the ideas for possible implementation. The Pentagon is giving more details on what the military will need to do during its 60-day review to address extremism. Federal News Network's Scott Massioni reports. The Defense Department's asking commanders and supervisors to take one day over the next two months to stand down and discuss violent extremism with their personnel. Pentagon spokesman John Kirby says commanders have the discretion to tailor their discussions as appropriate to cater to location, personnel makeup, and other operations. The review must require a reminder of the oath of office, a description of impermissible behaviors, and procedures for reporting suspected or actual extremist behaviors in the military. Scott Massioni. Federal News Network. And a new Pentagon Inspector General report helps explain how two Navy vessels suffered major coronavirus outbreaks last year. The IG says the Navy did, in fact, have plans and procedures to deal with the pandemic disease aboard ships, but only one of the Navy's five major geographic commands had conducted exercises on how to implement those plans in the past two years. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts and stay up to date on your agency's response to the coronavirus with our coronavirus resource page. I'm Eric White. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays, and Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy Five or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. 
The Venture X Card from Capital One gives you more of what you love, like premium travel benefits and access to Taylor Swift tickets. Oh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights and 10 times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. Plus, get access to Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, presented by Capital One. Maybe I'll see you there. The Venture X Card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.